Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we're here with our second Transfer Deadline Day Club special, this time talking all things Swansea with Gito Huelen, who you may know from his appearances on the Jackcast, and his handle is just his name. Um, very pleased to have you back on, Gito. A bit of a strange day. It starts with Lorente seemingly on the way out to Tottenham, which seemingly made no sense, and now it's officially happened, and it doesn't exactly make sense yet. Um, but you do bring back Wilfried Boney. There have been a lot of rumors this summer that a lot of former players could come back. Joe Allen was rumored at a point in time. But it ends up being Boney. You do lose Lorente, your leading scorer from last year. What do you think of this kind of striker swap that you executed on deadline day here? Yeah, like you said, it is basically straight swap. You rent it for, for Boney. They've gone for similar um, fees. And when you look at it like that, you, you'd have to say we've we've downgraded um, because we've swapped uh, a, a player who got us, I think, 15 goals last season, uh, which is an incredible return for a, a striker in a, in a team battling relegation, um, uh, who who you know just felt, looked at home in the in, in the club, looked at, uh, and, and you'd imagine would would guarantee you a certain level of goals this season. We've we've swapped that for. Uh, a player who has been out of form for for two years now, and although Boney was unbelievable while when he was uh, last at the Liberty, you know you you can't deny it's a risk taking on a player who's only scored what I think single digits really in the in the in the last two years, only scored two goals at um, Stoke last season, um, and and I think only played like nine or ten games for Stoke in an entire season. So, you know, he, there's a lot of rebuilding to do with Wilfred Borney, and he's very much a, a confidence player. Um, but if he's going to do it anyway, he is going to do it at Swansea because he he fitted in so well last time, and he, he, he still does love the club. There's no doubt about that. So much so that half of his goals since leaving Swansea have come against Swansea. That's how much he loves the club. <laughs> so, um, but, but he, he seems, you know, Really happy to just leave Manchester City, I think, and 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 come back here. Fans will instantly love him, instantly sing his name at an incredible volume, and um, he'll get every support here. Um, and and just if we can find a way of getting him back, playing and scoring the way he was here last time, then he will be a better player than Urente was last season. But that's a big if. It's it's a really huge if, and there there is no guarantee that it's going to work out. Yeah, hopefully it does, though. Uh, again, I think Swansea are a team that a lot of neutrals have a soft spot for, and Boney going back is just going to make it uh, an even better story if he manages to score a lot of goals and, and ensure your safety yet another Premier League season. Um, under the radar <laughs> is you signing one of the most talented youth players in the world <laughs> in Renato Sanchez. 
Uh, he comes from yeah. Bayern Munich. Of course, Paul Clement has uh, a little bit of pull still there from his stint there as uh, Ancelotti's number two. Was not amazing for Bayern Munich last season, but regardless of that, the talent is undeniable. How pleased were you with this one? I'm just still in a state of shock, if I'm honest. I mean, we've been linked with Nasser Chadley all summer, and suddenly we get Renato Sanchez. That is like, you know, telling a kid in the run-up to Christmas, oh, you know, Santa's been really busy. He may not get everything that's on your list this this year. And, you know, just lower your expectations. You may get a teddy bear or something like that, and then suddenly you wake up and there's a Ferrari waiting underneath the tree. It's It's just... It, it's caught us all by surprise. It's caught the entire football world by surprise. I mean, what right have Swansea City got to be signing Renato Sanchez? It, it just does not make any kind of sense. Um, you said that they, you know, he, he had a poor season at Bayern last last year. Um, I don't think there's any shame in failing to break into that Bayern Munich team at 19, 20 years old. Um, it may have that move seems to have just come a little bit too early in his in his career, but he's shown in the past, you know, back in Portugal and and playing for the national side, what uh, what an what incredible potential he has. I mean, physically, he's he's in, he's just unbelievable. He's got pace and he's got power. He's he's got the body of a of a twenty eight year old. Um, he is uh, technically um, very 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 good and and. He's got that creative instinct too, which which is what we needed more than anything else in this window. Um, it, it's an absolutely incredible signing, which nobody saw coming at all. Not even people in Swansea, and, and it, I I don't even know if Sanchez knew where Swansea was or what Swansea was before he um, before he signed. But um, you know, this has got Paul Clement's fingerprints all over it. It's the Ancelotti connection, the Bayern Munich connection. That's what's got Sanchez to come down to South Wales ahead of all the other clubs in the world. Um, and, you know, it's it's going to be a, a different challenge for him because everywhere he's been, he's been surrounded by other good players and he's been surrounded by, you know, very good wingers who, who've been able to stretch the play and give him uh, a bit more space in the middle in, w- in which to operate. Um, and that's not going to happen when he comes to, to Swansea. He's not going to have any kind of wingers, really. Um, because our wingers are shocking, um, dreadful, in fact. Um, so he's not going to have, and he is the, basically the one that's going to be leading the attacks for us, um, which is not something, again, that he's been used to. But we've brought him in basically to be a Gilfie Sigurdsson replacement. Uh, he's the one that's going to have to just have that creative edge that's just going to score goals out of nowhere to, to just come up with those moments of uh, of magic when when the, when when you really need them to set up and score goals um and that that's not really a responsibility that he's had um anywhere else to to this extent anyway so these are and, and of course wherever we go now he's going to be the main target people are going to be a, a, a targeting him you know uh, putting all, uh, two or three men on him all the time so he's going to have to get used to these kind of challenges, and that's going to be something he's going to get used to. But there's no doubt he's got amazing talent. I mean, I was looking, he won the Golden Boy um, Award last year for the most promising youngster in world football, for the top youngster in world football there. And you look at the players who've won in the years before him, you know, you talk about Pogba, Goetze, Isco, uh, this calibre of player, you know. Um, that These are the players that have won in the years just before um, before Sanchez, so this is the kind of caliber player that we are 
we're bringing into the club. And for a team of Swansea size to be bringing that kind of player, it it doesn't make sense, but it's magical. <laughs> yeah, it really was uh, quite quite incredible. Um, as you say, Renato Sanchez assumingly will be handed the advanced role in central midfield uh, to fill in for Gilfie Sigurdsson. Obviously, heinously different player profiles, but seems like that's where he will play. Swansea, obviously unique in the fact that they have uh, roughly 7,000 central midfielders. How, <laughs> how do you think this group will line up on a week-to-week basis? Who knows? Who knows, honestly? I mean, for, for those <laughs> I have I have a theory that even Paul Clement doesn't know yet. He was just like, uh, get talented players. Oh, they're all central midfielders. And and in fairness, like last season when when, when we were at our best and most difficult to beat, we did just throw central midfielders in there into this diamond formation, and it didn't really matter what order they they were in. They they all did kind of the same thing, and they were all you know pretty um pretty, pretty all pretty much the same really. Um, but yeah, we. I, I would say going into this this summer, the central midfield wasn't really a major priority for us. But we've actually added three players to that central midfield in, in Sanchez, Rocky Mesa and uh, Sam Klukas. Um, uh, if we play four in midfield in the, in the diamond, I think we'll probably be going Mesa, um, Carroll, Klukas and Sanchez. Um, if we go as we have been for the last few games with three in midfield and five at the back. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who misses out out of, out of those four players because uh, Mesa is still being bedded into the team, but you'd think that he's more suited than anybody to playing in their midfield. You're not going to leave Renato Sanchez out. So uh, you're looking then at either Carroll or Klukas. I don't think Klukas is going to be left out having been bought for 16 million. So really, the, in, in actual fact, if we do go for three at the back, uh, three in midfield, it's prob- it's difficult because Carroll's been on free kick and corner duties too. That may change now that Sanchez has been bought. But it, it is a difficult one. But I'd say the two most likely to miss out either Rocky Mesa or Tom Carroll, who, you know, Rocky Mesa is a, 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 an incredibly talented player. I thought I thought it was a major coup for us to get him too early on in the season in, in the summer, especially for just eleven million pounds. I thought we were just going to build a team around him, but you know we we could possibly see him starting games on the bench. Uh, and the other option is Tom Carroll, who's done who's exceeded all expectations since since coming uh, last January, and and who's done nothing wrong really. Uh, but he can miss out too. But it's going to be really interesting. If only we had. You know, as many options say out wide as we do in uh, central midfield, we'd be we'd be laughing right now. Yeah, uh, obviously the big departure was Gilfie Sigurdsson. You do bring Sanchez in, big departure. Lorente, you bring Boney in. How analogous do you think that the incomings will be compared to the outgoings? Um, it's it's an interesting question. I mean, uh, as well as you know the big ones of Gilfie and Urente, who were 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 two best players last season. Um, you know, we've we've also lost Jack Cork, who um, always did a decent job for Swansea. He's gone to Burnley, of course, but he's obviously been replaced with five thousand other players who play the same position. Um, but for Timmy Gomez is off the wage list, which is which is just a godsend. It really is. But he, he scored was, twenty goals last season. He, he's he's just he just. <laughs> Never fitted in at Swansea. Absolutely 
never fitted in. He's just an offside fetishist that, that found his way to the Premier League somehow. Um, and, and then Mardubar is the other one that's gone to Reading. Um, but yeah, I th- the question has been asked tonight, are Swansea stronger um, at, the, at the end of this? Um, uh, well, stronger this... Do I rephrase that. Do we have a stronger squad this this season than the one which ended last season? It's a difficult one, but I'd say uh, on balance, yes, because although we haven't addressed some major problem areas, which are right back and and wingers in particular, and and you know, bonus slight downgrade on Urenti, but we have also bought Tammy Abraham, who who seems to be settling in really really well. Uh, Sanchez for for Gilfi, that could be you know uh, as good if not better than than what we had last last season um and, and we've strength and we have got greater depth in in other areas so on the whole i'd say we've marginally strength but basically we've stayed around about the same level um but but it's it's been a crazy window of of ups and downs you know there were when we signed Gilfie very late in the window we were being linked with just the players that no club wants to be linked with um, you know, you were thinking, "Oh my gosh, what what are we going to be left with?" But late on in the in the in the window, I think we've we've rectified it and got it back in a, in a good position. I think most fans are, are pretty positive um, about the um, the business that we've done and, and believe that the players we have brought in will be good enough to to replace the ones which have left and, and keep us up this season. Yeah, to, to wrap up, what what a letter grade. Would you give this window for Swansea? I'd probably give us a B. Um, I think we've made some really good signings. I mean, Mesa is uh, for 11 million. I said it. I, I hope we we get the best out of him because um, potentially he could be a perfect fit. Yeah. Renato Sanchez is just an incredible uh, signing, absolutely miraculous. Um, uh, and you have to put all the context of we knew that Gelfie Sigurdsson was probably going to be going anyway. Um, so measured against all of that, I think it's been a pretty decent window without being... Uh, it, 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 it's had its spectacular moments and it's had its major down moments. But on the whole, I think we're in a, in a reasonably positive position. And after making a, a, a solid start to the season two, you know, four points from from impossible nine um, is a, is a pretty good return considering the squad was not finalised in time for the start of the season. So I, th- I think generally we're looking pretty positive. So I think a, a B is a pretty fair reflection, um, possibly a B plus if you think about how ridiculous the Renato Sanchez coup was. Um, so yeah, I, I'll actually push it up to to B plus just because of the ridiculousness of Swansea City buying Renato Sanchez. <laughs> and and the little uh, added emotional bonus of Wilfried Boney uh, yeah, returning. Yeah. The sentimentality is strong with that move. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't help but love Boney. I mean, he is one of these players that... I think, I think fans at other clubs, too, apart from possibly Manchester City and Stoke, <laughs> <laughs> they do love Wilfried Boney. Just he's, he's this character, his style of play when he's on fire is just... It's just funny to watch, if I'm honest, when he bullies defenders. Um, so, yeah, the, it's it's great to have him back, and, and he's going to be loved, no doubt about it, uh, even if he um, if even if even he can't rediscover his last form. So that sentimentality adds, adds to it as well, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Uh, any final thoughts or just head into uh, where people can find you? Um, final thought is looking forward to the rest of the season and hopefully we won't have the kind of nightmare first half of the season that we did last year and hopefully <laughs> a bit a bit this season than it was last year. And um, if you want to find us, um, the you can find uh, the latest recording of the Jackcast on Twitter at the Jackcast. Um, quite an entertaining one this week, so well worth listening to. Yeah, and you can find him on Twitter at Gitto Llewellyn. Thanks so much, Gitto, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.